0: We are not here to do things perfectly, but we are here to learn from each other and to grow with lots of self-love and compassion along the way. Let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Room to Grow podcast. And today we're talking a little bit about information overload. I get this question a lot and I think that it can be a problem in all kinds of different areas of our life, whether it's. Our health, our business, you know, not knowing what diet to do, all of these different things can all come together to just overwhelm us. And we are inundated with information all the time. There's actually, uh, there's been a couple people in particular lately that have reached out to me about this, asking how to deal with all of this information out there and sort of wade through it to figure out what the hell works and what doesn't. So this is something that I I think can be a problem for so many of us. And the real key here is getting unstuck. What what I really want to focus on is to change the conversation a little bit and sort of get to the root of it, which is how many of us are spending all of our time asking questions and researching and reading books and not actually changing anything. This is the real crux of the issue here because we are paying more attention to the actual information out there than we are to actually making the changes that we need to be changing. And then we're complaining that nothing is shifting. We aren't seeing any change in our life. We aren't, we aren't seeing any difference to whatever it is that we're trying to accomplish. And it's because we're stuck in the information portion of things. We we're never breaking out of that because we're, we're never getting past that to get to the point of actually taking action and action is where the change happens, right? We know this, But instead we are kind of like deer in the headlights going, okay, well, what the fuck do we do next? (laughs) And not understanding how we can take that next step to start seeing real change. We spend so much time searching for the answers that we don't actually get down to work on creating new habits. And then we're wondering why we don't see any results, right? This is the real problem. And this does apply to our health and to business and to life in general. If We're always looking around, we're always busy, we're looking at at everybody else, we're looking at all the things to see what everyone else is doing, how are we ever going to figure it out for ourselves? Because we all know this, but it's painful, is that the best lessons are learned by making mistakes. We know this, we don't like it, but we do know this. But we like to sort of shift past this part and just try and skip over that portion of the process to go straight to the answer. Well, you can look for all the answers that you want, but those answers aren't going to mean anything if you're never doing anything with any of them. And that's the real issue with information overload. We are allowing the information to take over without doing anything about it. This is is the biggest issue. And and there's a real element of self-trust here because we're always looking outside of ourselves for answers which means that we aren't trusting our intuition. We, we're we not paying attention to that gut feeling. And instead, we are falling into comparison traps. And, and well, you know, this diet worked for that person and, and this business plan worked for, for that entrepreneur. Whatever it is, we're looking around and we aren't doing ourselves any favors. We aren't doing anything for ourselves. We are just making ourselves feel even more overwhelmed. And when we're overwhelmed, we aren't going to be able to take action. That's an enormous stress that we're putting on ourselves, right? So something that I really want to underscore is to show yourself some love here. Like typically when people are searching for more and more information, they're either looking for some form of validation to reinforce what they already believe, or they're giving they're they're giving up trying one way of doing things before it ever even has a chance to work. So we're either falling into the trap of confirmation bias and, and we believe one thing. So we're only looking for answers that are going to support that one belief that we already have or set of beliefs that we already have. Or we aren't even, we, we might make a, a change, but after a week or so or a few days or whatever, if we don't see the changes that we want, we immediately change direction and look for more information because we're like, oh, well, this isn't working. There, there must be something else. We're never giving it a chance. We have to give these things time. And I get it. Like, we don't want to give up our time. It, to me, time is the most valuable resource. Time over money every time. Like it, it just, and, and you may feel differently, but time is a non-renewable resource. When it's gone, it's gone. We can't get it back. So instead of wasting our time with all this information overload, we need to just start trying things, but we have to give them a chance to actually work. Otherwise you're just getting the squirrel syndrome, right? Like you're looking around, you're looking at every direction, every shiny object that you can find, and you're not actually focusing on any one thing. And this is easier said than done. Like this is, this is the problem, but I've got some tips for you uh, in a little bit closer to the end of, of the episode. That is going to help to walk you through this process a little bit and help to focus you so that you aren't feeling so inundated all the time. I mean, just to walk you through a couple examples here like our health is so individual anyway. I've talked in this podcast a thousand times and I will talk about it more in the future. I it will always come back to this for me that health, your health, and the food that you eat, and how certain exercise works for your body. All of these things are so individual anyway, that there is no one size fits all approach that's going to work for you. You have to figure out that out for yourself. So you can try different diets all day long. You can try different, different workout plans all day long. That's fine. And yeah, you might find something that works really well for you but I still want you to be able to tune into what's really happening with your body. You could be doing a particular way of eating, a particular style of eating that is getting you the results that you want, and that's great, but how's your energy levels? How's your sleep? How's your stress? How are your cravings? How's your digestion? Right? These are the questions that those diet books do not do not answer, not to mention the fact that no diet is sustainable anyway. Um, that's sort of a, a whole separate thing. I mean, diets in the sense where there's a lot of restriction diet in terms of just creating a lifestyle around a particular way of eating that's different. Um, but when I say diet, I'm, I'm usually referring to the, the very restrictive types of diets that I do not promote and that I suggest that you avoid. And so this is the problem. You can follow those diets down to the letter. And that's awesome. And if you're getting results, amazing. But are you listening to what's really happening? Are you paying attention to all of those other signals that your body's giving you? And this is the real problem because when we're always looking outside of ourselves, you're not going inward to see what's really going on, to see how your body and your emotional and mental health are responding to whatever this new information is that you are utilizing right? Same thing applies to business and entrepreneurship. You can make your own rules and following the exact model that someone else is using. The exact business model isn't necessarily going to be 100% in alignment with what you want to be doing. You might look up to someone who, I don't know, does all DIY courses or something. And that's great. And they might be making millions. Fantastic. That's awesome. Um, But you can try and emulate that but you might not actually like that. You might find that to be lonely. You might prefer to work with clients one-on-one, for example, and get to t- to get to speak to people every day in real life and really dig down into the bigger issues with them on a, on a really personal level and, and have that sense of connection. Or it could be the complete opposite. Maybe that drains you and you would prefer to offer courses or something like that that's a little bit hands-off because maybe that is just going to be the better fit for you, right? We have to look at what is, is coming into alignment in our lives. And when we're always looking around, we're always looking for that other, that, that new information. What's the latest study? What's, what's the latest fad on making money? What's the latest, whatever. We're always looking around to see what other people are doing, to see what's working for so-and-so down the street, to see what's working for, for this person, we can look around all day, but none of it will matter if you aren't paying attention to what is working for you. So this is a bit of tough love because when, when I, when I get these questions from people, I understand feeling overwhelmed. I absolutely understand it. I've been there myself where I was looking up all the diets, you know, even for business when I'm first starting out, like all the business plans, all the, all the things. And it, there just comes a point where at least for me, I got really tired of that. That got old fast because at the end of the day, I was still left feeling like a hamster on a wheel and no farther ahead from where I was before, just as confused or more so than I had been before and not being able to make any real change or see any real results. And that wasn't working for me. That was not working for me. And I doubt that it's working for you either. So you have to start recognizing when it's time to get off the hamster wheel. You have to start recognizing that stop asking questions and start doing some things. So stop asking, stop Googling things, stop looking on social media, you know, all of these different areas And start actually making changes and make changes slowly, like one at a time, right? Like we can kind of take it one thing at a time because if you try and change everything at once, we all know that that doesn't work. But moreover, when you change everything at once, you're not going to know which part of it is working and which part maybe isn't either. So not only is it not sustainable, but you might not even be able to figure out what's working and what doesn't. And then you're just basically building a house of cards because then if you get tired of doing one or two or three or four of those things, and you can see that there's sort of some holes in your system, again, whether it's like the way you eat, your lifestyle, your business, whatever it is, then when you, when you pull one or two of those cards out, the whole, the whole deck might fall apart because you haven't built it up in a way that is going to allow you to see where those cracks are coming in. I hope that that makes sense. I saw a quote the other day where it said, don't wish for it, work for it. Don't wish for it, work for it. That is really applicable here, I think, because you have to ask yourself how many changes are you actually making too? Again, this is the other side of it, because the only way to figure out what works and what doesn't is to actually do the work. At some point, this has to stop being theory. This has to stop being theory. This is your life. This is your life. Do you really want to continue to? Just allow yourself to feel stuck in overwhelm and information overload. No, it's not getting you anywhere. It's not working for you. So, you have to get really honest with yourself about what changes you're actually making because a lot of people will tell me that they're reading all the things and they're doing all the things and and whatever. But then, when we really dig into it, we start to mutually see and kind of recognize at the same time that. Well, there has been all kinds of information and they, they know all the things, they know all the studies, they they know what's working for so and so and what isn't. They haven't actually made changes to their own life. And that is sort of the biggest problem right there is that when we get stuck in the overwhelm, we're not actually doing anything. It's back to that hamster wheel, right? Like we're not actually making any changes. We might be telling ourselves that we are, but unless you keep, for example, like I don't know, a super detailed journal, every single day of of what you're doing every day and what changes you're making and when and for how often and, and how long and all of those things, you might be a little bit dishonest with yourself when you get, when you try to get really clear on what you've been doing compared to what you've been thinking you've been doing. There, there's a fine line there that we have to get really honest with ourselves about. So some steps to start taking action as opposed to staying stuck. In information overload. Number one, put yourself on an information diet. That is number one, far and away. Cut out the nutrition books, the articles, the blog posts, the the new articles that are coming out, the new studies, the Instagram feeds, your neighbor, all of those things. Cut them out because it is drowning out your intuition and it's making you feel completely disconnected from yourself and what you know to be true about your own body or about your own life, however you're applying this, your own business is completely disconnecting you from that because there's too much noise. It's too noisy. No wonder you can't make any changes. You are so overwhelmed and there's so much buzz happening around you all the time that you don't have the space to make change. So you have to put yourself on an information diet. And that includes this podcast, by the way. <laughs> if, if you feel overwhelmed by the information that I'm offering too, or any podcast for that matter, take a break take a break. Even if you set yourself a limited period of time, you need to take a break from all of this information. Stop Googling the next great thing. Stop, stop doing all of those things and start tuning in a little bit to what is going on with you and what feels good for you. What, what is making you feel good emotionally, physically, all of those things. That is what is really important at the end of the day. What's getting you results? You won't know if you're trying one thing, but you're already looking 10 steps ahead to the next big thing to see how that's working for somebody else. No, stop. Put yourself on an information diet and cool your heels for a little bit before you start making more changes and looking up more things. Start at square one. We all start at square one. For every single thing that any of us have ever accomplished in life, We have all started at square one at one time or another, and it's the only way to move forward. We have to start at square one before we can go to the next step. So number two is to get really honest with yourself. Get super honest. At times, this might feel brutally honest. What are your current habits? Where do you want to be instead? And most importantly, what is the difference between your current and your ideal vision? So what is the difference between your current self and the ideal vision that you have for yourself? So starting to behave like that other person, like that more ideal vision that you have in your head of yourself, but you have to be honest with yourself first. Even if that means acknowledging that we might be farther from our ideal than we would like to be. And a lot of us are, and that's okay. It, it means that there's that much more space to grow. So don't take that as a bad thing. That's a that's a great thing. That's actually a really positive thing because it means that you can make some smaller changes and see bigger results. You don't have to do a 180. You don't have to, you know, jump leaps and bounds. You can make a few small changes and end up miles ahead of where you thought you were going to be. So get really honest with yourself, even if it's painful. I promise you that it will end up paying off. Number 3 is to start with just one thing. Yes, it might sound boring and ineffective, but if you did that one thing consistently, what would that look like later on? I feel like I've been talking about this a lot lately, and I'm going to keep circling back to it because I have to remind myself of this some days too. I absolutely have to remind myself of this some days. Lately, I have been in like this weird funk and I haven't been quite as motivated as I'd like to be. Um, If you've been following me on Instagram. You might have noticed that my feed hasn't been quite as active. I've been trying to get on stories um, most days. The last, uh, last few days, I took a bit of a digital detox. But overall, I, I am trying to be consistent with it, but I just haven't been as into it lately. And you know what? I'm allowing myself a little bit of, of space with that. But some days when it feels overwhelming, I just have to remind myself, I'm like, you know what? Just, Just one small thing. One small thing is all I have to do. And that one small thing will be one small thing more than I did yesterday. And it just, we have to think of it that way. Otherwise we're back to the overwhelm and overwhelm is not serving you. So start with just one thing. That's it. Just one. No mile long to do list. Again, raise my hand over here. Been guilty of that. (laughs) Just one thing. So number four is to stop expecting change to happen overnight. I cannot stress this enough. Businesses take time to build. Bodies take time to change and adjust. Mindset is the only thing you have the most control over. So let's start there first. And that might take the longest to change is your mindset. So we have to stop expecting things to happen just like that. We can't do that because that is when, when one thing then doesn't work as quickly as we want it to, that's when we start digging for more information. Well, this isn't working. So what's the next thing? Next, 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 next right this is how we do this to ourselves i'm like oh i've been I've been eating this way for like a week and i'm not seeing any changes and this isn't working so i'm just going to move on to the next thing no like we have to slow down we have to slow down and give ourselves the time to adjust give ourselves the time to make change to create change it's going to take time number 5 last one number 5 build self trust We have to build some self-trust if we're going to break free from this information overload because the self-trust happens when we follow through on our own promises to ourselves one day at a time and maintain our own boundaries with ourselves as well as with others. Like this is when this is sort of that feeling you get when you get to the end of a day and you're happy with the decisions that you made that day, even if it was only one tiny decision to eat a really nutritious meal for lunch or write that article that you're submitting to some publication for your business, or to fit in a workout, right? All of those little small decisions are going to build self-trust. And when you promise yourself you're going to do something, and then you keep that promise to yourself, you are building trust in you. You're building trust in you. And as you're building trust in you, you're going to be able, over time, to get better connected with what is working for you, your body, your business, your lifestyle, whatever it is, as opposed to looking around to see what's working well for everybody else. Because no one else is you. And this is why information overload is so dangerous. Because we're looking around at everybody else and we're expecting that they have all of the same factors in their life that means that the decisions that they're making are going to work out them and then we're trying to apply all of those same decisions to our lives but we are different people we have different circumstances we have different genetics we have different environments we have different mindsets we have different things to work through different stressors all of these things play a huge role but when we can start to rebuild that trust by following through on you know it goes ties in with like that one small thing too. like promise yourself one small thing that you're going to do today and when you do it that is starting to build trust in yourself again. So that's going to be really, really important. So as a quick review here, getting over information overload, step number one, put yourself on an information diet. If you do nothing else on this list, that will make the biggest difference. Put yourself on an information diet. I'm not mincing words here. (laughs) Number two is to get really honest with yourself. Get really honest with yourself about what your current habits are, and how those translate to where you want to be. Number three is to start with just one small thing. Just one. That's it. One small thing, Do not make the giant list, just one. Number four is to stop expecting change to happen overnight. This is going to take time, but that is what makes it sustainable. And number five is to build self-trust. And you're going to build self-trust by following through on all of the other things in this list. So I hope that this has helped and I just really want to encourage you to slow down the stream of information coming at you because you are more in control of that than you think you are. You are the one who is responsible for your Google search bar history. You are the one who is responsible for how much time you spend on social media. You are the one who is responsible for how often you're turning on the news in your house or Googling the news. You are the one who, if, if you have people in your life who are always coming up to you saying, Oh, did you hear about this? Did you hear about that? You know what? Have a conversation with them. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm sticking with this one thing and I just want to stick with that for a while. You can explain that to them if you want. You don't have to, you don't have to justify yourself, but have a start a conversation with them about it because they're probably feeling the same way as you are. If you are feeling overwhelmed by information, they probably are too they're probably doing the exact same thing as you going crazy with their Google search bar and reading all the books and listening to all the podcasts and and doing all the things to get the answers. And then they just want to, they're so bursting with information. They want to tell someone and that's awesome. Like have that conversation with them, but then maybe show them a different point of view and go, Hey, that new thing that you're talking about, that sounds awesome, but I'm trying this new thing where I'm, I'm really trying to cut back on like new information and just sort of tuning in to what's going on and what's working for me before I start looking at all of the other things and all the other factors. That's going to play a really big role here. So don't be afraid to have those conversations because ultimately you're probably doing the other person a favor as much as you're doing yourself a favor too. So don't feel overwhelmed. Take it one day at a time. And you need to do you before you keep looking around For what everybody else is doing and what the latest research is. Because intuitively, you know far more than you give yourself credit for. Far more. You do know, you do have those gut instincts, those gut feelings, that intuition. You have it, it's just drowning in information and it can't be heard through all the noise. So, slow the information stream and you're going to be able to tune in a lot better to what else is happening. Okay. So if you love this episode, please pass it on to someone that you think needs to hear it. Someone else who maybe also feels super overwhelmed. If you can take a screenshot and share it on social media, I absolutely love that. Make sure to tag me over at Emily Goff coach. Um, I, there's also the room to grow podcast, Facebook group, and you can check everything out over on room to grow podcast.com. If you want more information as well. Okay. We will be back on Thursday with a guest and I'll talk to you then. Thanks so much for listening to the Room to Grow podcast today. All show notes and references can be found over at roomtogrowpodcast.com. And can you do me one huge favor before you go, though? If you can take take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on social media, I would absolutely love to see who's listening and get to connect with you. And thank you. And if you could leave a review on iTunes, that would go a long way and make such a huge difference. It really helps to get the word out there, get more amazing guests on the show and helps to get all of this information out to the world. Looking forward to growing with you.